Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm really happy that you are here once again with us. We offer so many different ways to help you guys with your um, anxiety, panic, and PTSD. And I know that there's a lot of the choices that you can do, both the podcast, you can join our free group, but we also have some higher level um more personal work that you can do with us. And that would be to join our group coaching program. It's a beautiful membership program, or you could also do one-on-one coaching. So if you want more information about that, you can go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and you'll see a tab for one-on-one coaching and a tab for group coaching. And you can also send us an email if you are not sure which is right for you, or you have some questions about either program, send us an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And we will be glad to discuss this with you. We can even set up a, a chat where we can get on the phone or on Skype for a little bit, and we can we can sort this out and have it be exactly what's right for you at this time. So I look forward to hearing from you. Again, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. Before we get to today's episode, though, uh, which we're going to be talking about the three steps to ease out of depersonalization, which is a question that was sent in by one of our amazing listeners. So, But before we get to that, I want to be sure that you guys know that we have our Patreon campaign going on, and it's really easy to check it out. Just go to our front page, anxietycoachespodcast.com, and click the Become a Patron on Patreon button, and it'll take you over and give you the whole scoop on that because we are really excited for the people who have already jumped on. I appreciate every single one of you. Let's get on to today's show now. We had a great question come in from our listener and I'm going to read her question and then we're going to get into answering it because this question comes up a lot. We have also done another show in the past on depersonalization, but it doesn't hurt to jump in and talk about it again. So between the two shows, you should be able to get some really, really good reassurance that what you're going through is not the end of the world, even though it feels like it. Okay, here's our question from our listener. Hi, Gina. I have recently been dealing with bits of depersonalization. Have you ever done a podcast about this that I could find? Just the overwhelming anxious feeling that comes from being disconnected from oneself and how to connect back again. Thanks so much. I adore your podcast with all my heart, Emily. Emily, thank you so much, number one, for your kind words. That was awesome to hear. And also for you, uh, you know, putting your neck out and asking this question, because a lot of people suffer in silence and we're not quite sure what's going on. And yes, there is an older show. Just go into the search box and on the on the website and put in depersonalization and that one should pop up for you. And here's today what I'm thinking about it today. You know, everything changes and, you know, we could actually talk quite a bit about this. 
but let's get it all into this show today. Emily, I get many comments and emails about this question, so I'm glad that you asked this as one that could be asked on the show. I think it's time for a follow-up from the earlier podcast, and again, you can find that on the website by typing in depersonalization into the search box. You know, depersonalization, also known as derealization, which is how it feels like for a lot of people that things are not real. And it feels so frightening when it's happening to you. And I want to be perfectly clear here right in the beginning that it is a symptom of anxiety panic. And it is the oversensitized nervous system that is out of whack. It is not that you are losing your mind. You aren't going crazy. You're not splitting off out of reality. Because the fact that you can see it, that's your clue that you know it's going, what, that it is part of your anxiety, that you, you understand what's happening. It's like, whoa, I don't feel like I'm in my body, right? And I know that's what a lot of you feel because that's what I hear about. I actually did not have this as a symptom. So I appreciate all of you who have shared your history with this um, because I want you to understand it is a symptom. And it's not something to worry about. And I know that's easier for me to say than it is for you to do. But hang in there with me because it is a symptom. It's a very common symptom. Much to my surprise, it is much more common than I thought. And by better understanding uh, this symptom, just like with all the other ones, you'll be better able to avoid what I call the second arrow of adding more fear to your already anxious cycle. And what do I mean by the second arrow? Remember, that's what I talk about with, you know, life throws us difficulties. Um, Anxiety throws us symptoms. That's life throwing us a a, you know, a difficulty. And that's the first arrow. That's the first pain that we feel. And then we go and grab an arrow out of our quiver, quiver and we shoot ourselves again. Um, and how do we do that? We do that by adding more worry and fear and anxiousness to our anxiety cycle. Depersonalization is involved with both physical sensations, our emotions, and our thinking, our thoughts, leaving you feeling that you are not in your body, that you are detached from your entire physical being. The list of, of the sensations that you may feel when this is happening is changes in vision. A lot of people report tunnel vision happening when they are in uh, depersonalization. The feeling of being unreal, of, of non-reality, a feeling of isolation, even when they're with other people or and, and they're um, engaged in this kind of activity. Uh, I hear a lot about it happening, a number of people have reported of it happening in cars when they're a passenger in a car and they all of a sudden feel like they're outside the car. They're not involved. They're, they're totally zoomed out of the conversation, of the feelings in their body and that almost feeling like they are outside of the car. Uh, life feels like a dream is another thing that people talk about. They feel drunk. A lot of people report this as, as a feeling of being intoxicated. 
and also of being on what we would call autopilot. They are not doing anything. Everything is just happening. While it's a wild feeling, it is important to remember that it is another anxiety panic symptom. As bizarre as it is, it is a symptom of your oversensitized nervous system. And it is fed by fear and the feeling of being in danger. So when we have this going on, if we throw into it uh, right alongside what's happening, that, oh my God, this is, I'm in danger. This is awful. What's happening? Then we are, we are really making matters worse. We're digging ourselves deeper. Often people uh, drop into depersonalization by becoming overly preoccupied with their own thoughts and their own imagination versus being in the present moment or being in the now. They get caught up in their own mind, in their own uh, thinking, their own future thinking, or their own catastrophizing, right? How we, we just go off into all the possible horrible things that can happen. Always be aware that um, when your depersonalization happens, that you may very well be extremely uncomfortable, yet I want you to remember that you are not in danger. This isn't a dangerous situation. And so um, the steps to take are ways to be able to get through this time, to be able to get through it without adding more fuel to the anxiety panic fire. I want that to be clear. We want to turn off that danger signal. Don't want to be hitting the panic button on this at all because it's not dangerous. Uncomfortable? Yes. Weird? Totally. But it's not dangerous. You have to ride it out. So let's get into the three things that you can do. Number one, I want to use the word face here. We have to actually face this acknowledge it is another way we can look at it that and we want to face that this symptom is just that it is a symptom and that it is not dangerous the situation is just being what it is it is our perception that is taking us to see it or feel it it's more about feeling it in this really bizarre way no matter how uncomfortable it is, it isn't dangerous. And we face it and see it clearly for what it is, which means it's an oddity, it's a symptom, it's uncomfortable, but not dangerous. Number two, we want to um, not fight what's going on, right? And that would be our way of accepting it, right? Um, accepting what's happening. And not, we can't fight our way out, simply need to do other things, such as bring your attention to your environment. You want to get really present. And so you want to be like super duper aware of where you are, your chair, the chair that you're sitting on or the seat that you're riding in in the car. You know, feel it, feel your butt on the seat, feel your legs on the chair, you know, uh, you want you always have shoes on, or usually, maybe you don't. Maybe you live here in Hawaii where we don't have uh, shoes on, but maybe some slippers, 
or feel your feet if nothing else, if you don't have shoes on, but feeling your feet inside your shoes is kind of a cool way of bringing yourself more into the present moment when this weird depersonalization is happening. It brings you totally present. So so get down, ground down, feel your feet, feel your feet on the earth, feel your feet in your shoes. And actually, if you're uh, in a situation where you can do this, take your shoes off, go outside and get your feet on the ground, feel the grass, feel the earth or the concrete, actually be with the texture and be with that moment. Feel the fabric on your clothing, bringing yourself close enough into yourself again where you can feel a texture or you can feel a button on your shirt. You want to bring yourself really focused back in to the physical body and bring your mind back into your body because it is feeling like it has left. The third thing that we want to focus on is getting involved. So we've already looked at we want to face what's going on and we don't want to fight it. We we want to go with it and just be present with it, like accept it. So okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm really still here. I can feel my shirt. I can feel my feet and my shoes. And then thirdly, we want to get involved with something other than our thoughts. Get out of your head. Read something. Use your senses. You know, use your eyes to read. You can you can feel like we were talking about earlier. Feel a texture. Ground yourself back into your body by using your senses. Use some aromatherapy. By using aromatherapy, we are using our senses again. Listen to some beautiful music. Listen to a podcast. Listen to something and put your focus onto your ears that are actually hearing what's going on. You could call someone for a chat and hear their voice or be with them. Uh, If someone's in another room and you can uh, call them in and be with them and feel their presence, get a chore done, actually get up and go do something. Often we get caught up in our head and um, we feel totally out of our body and a great way to ground down and be back into our bodies again is to actually do something. Use our hands, get a chore done, do the dishes, you know, um, wrap up the trash, do whatever you can do, little tiny things that you know, don't take a lot of concentration because you might not feel totally able to concentrate on on a big task in the moment that this is happening. But, But something that you can do and be aware of doing it, being aware of your hands in the warm water and the bubbles and rinsing off dishes for putting them in the dishwasher. Just be with that. It it doesn't have to be anything complicated. We want to, you know, another one that I like before I almost forgot is to sing. It's always good to shift ourselves by uh, using our voice. And I mean that physically using our voice by actually using a singing moment Like take some time, put a favorite song on, or many of us have lots of songs we can sing, you know, just from memory and sing it right out loud. It changes our, it changes our breathing, number one. And we can, a lot of times our derealization, our depersonalization can be coming from 
are getting close to panic attack and totally having the breath off. And one way we can get back to just letting the breath fall into its own pattern is to sing and, you know, belt out a song. It'll be wonderful. It actually will make you smile too. And that will totally bring you back into your own body. Get a smile on your face. Go for a walk. Get outside, move your body by walking and feeling your you know, your foot hitting the ground by changing your environment that you're in can be almost like a salve to the soul. So get outside. If you're in nature, that can be even better because you can really focus on the natural, the presence of nature around you. And, you know, if you can't go for a walk, do a favorite pastime, you know, if, and I don't mean, um, I would stay away from screens only because we do that by rote. You know, we actually are not always cognizant of what we're doing when we're surfing the web. So I would stay away from that. I would try to be using your senses in a way that really has you concentrating on what you're doing and what's going on around you. And the biggest point is to let this depersonalization run its course. It's not a quick fix. It's not like we take a pill to make it go away, or we drink a a particular tea, or do one certain activity and it's gone. It doesn't work like that, but it will run its course. And it will run its course more quickly if you are not adding fuel to the fire. The biggest thing you can do again is to not be afraid. Being afraid is what adds more to the fear, adrenaline, fear cycle that we always talk about. And in not being afraid, we present ourselves a chance to interrupt the fear that cycle and to open up a chance for the relaxation response to begin to engage And that is when healing takes place. That is when change happens. So so we have to make that split of, okay, I see what's happening. I'm facing it. I'm not going to fight it. I'm going to accept it. And I'm going to bring my attention to it by, by being using my senses and being in my environment. And I'm going to get involved in something. So try those three steps. But the biggest point is to not be afraid. Obviously, I've said it a number of times. It is a frightening feeling, though, and it freaks people out. I mean, like it makes people feel like they're on drugs. And, uh, you know, I've heard people say, whoa, I couldn't pay for that. Like it was I was really like felt like I was outside the car when it was driving. No, don't freak with it. Just say, you know, name it for what it is. This is depersonalization. I have heard of this happening before. I understand that it isn't dangerous and it will run its course. And trust me that when your anxiety panic begins to subside and you are filling up your mind body with more opportunities to be in the relaxation response and your healing starts to really snowball and move quicker, you're you're not going to be in that at all anymore. You'll remember it maybe vaguely as one of those things that kind of happened when you had anxiety panic, but you won't be going there anymore. So hang in there with us. 
listen to some more podcasts. Let us know how we can help you and send us some emails. Let us know what we can do for you or what questions we can answer of yours on this show. Before I get to today's quote, I want to remind you that you can go to the anxietycoachespodcast.com website and leave us an audio for your question. It's called Pipe Speak, and you can record a question. You can listen to it before you send it. Uh, you can do it over again if you want. And send us your question your aud- on audio, and we'll play it on the air. And uh, we would love to do that. So send your audio, let us know what's happening with you, and we'd love to hear your voice. So that's it for today's episode. Today's quote is from Yogananda. Retire to the center of your being, which is calmness. And that's by Yogananda. I'll be back in another couple days with a podcast. And until then, be well, everyone, and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 